Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, up-level your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello and welcome back to Feminine Fire with Beck Cazillo. I am so excited to be here with you today. This is the first solo episode for 2024 that I'm recording in 2024. All others were pre-recorded ahead of time last year, so it just feels so fun to be back behind the mic today. And I've got a juicy episode for you. We are talking strategies for starting and scaling your group program this year. Now, when I was reflecting on what I wanted to share with you this year and how I could best support you here on the podcast and across my content more broadly, one of the topics that I really want to talk more about in 2024 is creating, launching, and scaling group programs. And there's a few reasons for this. Firstly, this is something I support a lot of my clients with, especially my clients inside the spiritual business mistress mind. And I know if it's something that I'm supporting my clients with consistently, it's also going to be supportive for you too. Secondly, I've realized that this is something that I'm really bloody good at. I've got a lot of experience in. I love, but I'm not talking about enough. And 2024 for me is the year that I step fully into my power. Power is my word for 2024. And part of that is owning my experience and my expertise. So watch this space because I am fully stepping into that this year. Something you may or may not know is that holding space in groups is how I started out in business way back when, almost eight years ago now. I ran in-person women's circles and workshops every other month for the first few years of my business, and I absolutely loved it. It's what prompted me to step fully into the coaching space because I saw the incredible transformation that happened in those circles and those workshops, and I knew I wanted to take that work deeper. My first online group program was then in early 2018. So what's that? Six years ago now? And since then, I've run many online group programs of all different sizes and lengths and styles, and I've had hundreds, hundreds of women come through my programs, which is so wild to say, and I'm so, so grateful for, but I've had hundreds of women come through my programs, and it is just such, such a joy. And this is also how I then went on to scale my own business. So after Noel was born, I then zeroed in on what I wanted to be known for, and I built out a simple scalable office suite with one signature group program and one signature mastermind. And it was then that I was able to really scale my income. That was when I was able to create consistent cash flow. I had monthly recurring revenue coming in. I was able to work my own hours in and around motherhood and finally have that security and freedom that I really wanted and that I needed in this season of life. So, All of that to say, I know what's what when it comes to group programs. I personally know how transformative they can be for myself, for my clients, and I'm just so, so excited to be bringing you more content on this topic and sharing everything I know with you about creating, launching, and scaling them this year, starting with today's episode. 
So let's get into it. Today, I'm sharing the five strategies to start or scale your group program in 2024. Now, these are strategies that will serve you whether you are creating your first ever group program this year, or if you already have a group program or group programs in your office suite and you're ready to scale them. The purpose of today's episode is really to give you an insight into what's working in this space right now as we enter this new year and to support you with the ways in which you can start or scale your group program and ultimately make more sales. Now, of course, this is not a full comprehensive list of all the strategies you could use. Rather, this is five of the key strategies that I know are working for both myself and my clients right now when it comes to group programs. So what I recommend is that you listen into all of these five strategies, run it through your own filter of what this could look like for you in your business, and then incorporate it into your plan for this year because this information is only as good as how you use it. So listen in to these strategies, get inspired, and then go out and make it happen. Okay, let's go. The first strategy is to pre-sell your program. You don't have to wait to have all your ducks in a row or for doors to officially open to start selling spots. If you know who your program is for, the solution that you're providing, and the high-level inclusions and format you can pre-sell spots. The benefits to this are that you're obviously making sales, which we love, but you'll also go into your launch knowing you've already got people in, which works wonders for your mindset and your confidence. And if this is a new program, you're able to test your messaging, validate your offer, and make any tweaks or changes before you officially launch. So it is a win-win. More sales, more confidence, validated offer. Let's talk about the how. Because there are many ways to approach pre-selling your group program. And I want to give you an example of what this can look like on the front end. Last year, when I launched Confident Consistent Cash for the first time, I jumped on Instagram stories very early on in the creation process. And I shared at a very high level that I was in the process of creating a new offer for business owners. This is who it was for. This was the vibe. And I dropped a little poll sticker to get them to opt in for more info. Super basic. I got a bunch of people who clicked through to find out more about the program, who I then circled back to in DMs with a very quick voice note, some more details and a payment link. Not the full sales page because that wasn't created yet, but a very, very basic payment link. And that's how I made my first sales for that program. Nothing fancy. And I think this is where people can get tripped up. You don't have to have a full fancy sales page to start selling your offer. As long as you know who it's for, the solution you're providing, and the inclusions in the format, you can sell it. The sales page can come later. And you definitely don't have to have created the whole program, the whole curriculum, all of the content before you launch and start selling. Know what you're teaching, know what resources you're including for sure, but at a high level, Sell it first and then create it. It will save you so much time. So that's just one example of how to pre-sell your group program. But as I said, you can also do this on the back end behind the scenes. This looks like reaching out personally to past clients, past leads, people that you believe the program would be perfect for. Have a think about who you already know who would be an ideal client in this program, who you would love to have in this with you and reach out to them with a personalized invite. 
If it's a group program you've run before, you could reach out to all past participants or alumni, inviting them back for a second time, maybe at a discounted rate. Depending on the nature of your program, this could be an option for you. You could also invite people to join a waitlist and then pre-sell to them. Many, many ways. So my question to you here is, what could that look like for you and your group program? How can you pre-sell spots so you've already made sales before you go into launch? That is the question I want you to ask yourself here. Okay, the second strategy I want to share with you is to focus on building relationships and nurturing your leads every day. Not just when you're in a launch, not just when you have something to sell them, but every single day. Because here's the thing, the success of a launch is more about what happens between your launches than what happens when the carts actually open. If you've been building relationships and nurturing your leads consistently, then when it does come time to open the doors to your program, your people will be ready to buy from you. If you're only showing up to sell during a launch and then ghosting everyone in between, your launch results, your sales numbers, they're going to reflect that. Okay, so what does it look like to prioritize relationship building every single day? This is less about all of the potential people out there in the online space and more about serving the people in front of you here right now, focusing in on how you can serve and support the next person right in front of you, how you can build a relationship with them. Yes, you want to have a solid lead generation strategy that brings new people into your world, but you don't want to leave it there. You want to be nurturing them along that journey from connecting with you to buying from you. There are plenty of businesses with big followings, massive followings that don't make as many sales as you think they would. And plenty of other businesses with small followings making absolute bank. Follower size is not indicative of sales. This is why your follower count is a vanity metric. It doesn't tell you anything or much about how successful a business is but you know what is something that directly contributes to a business's success? The quality of their relationships with their community. So prioritizing relationship building is key, particularly when you're between launches. This is about providing value, showing up consistently, sharing juicy content, having conversations in DMs, sending regular emails to your list that are packed full of value, thinking about all of the ways in which you can serve and support those people that are in front of you right now. That is what relationship building looks like and you need to prioritize it. Okay, the third strategy is to focus on creating an excellent client experience. Now, this is not a sales or marketing strategy per se, or at least not directly anyway, but it is one of those things that creates a huge ripple effect in your business and will help you grow, scale, and continue to refine and evolve your group program over the long term. And it's one of those things that is often overlooked because there's so much emphasis put on front-facing marketing and sales strategies. But I want you to think about the client experiences you've had. We all have examples of those businesses that we love, those ones that you buy from time and again that you rave about to your friends and family. And then there's those other businesses that are the complete opposite. You know, you'd never make the mistake of buying from them twice And you maybe even warn others about them. Like, don't shop there, don't go there, don't use their services. I had a terrible experience. And I would be willing to put money on that fact that the difference between the businesses you love and the businesses you really don't 
is their client or customer experience. I think it was Maya Angelou who said, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And it's true. The example that comes to mind for me is a local restaurant. Great location, beautiful views of the water, good food even. So you'd think they'd be onto a winner. But their service is just always a bit hit and miss. It's so inconsistent. You never know what the service will be like. And that is enough to turn me off. If we're going out to dinner, I want to have a good time. Not a maybe let's cross our fingers and hope we get decent service tonight. Like that's not the vibe. What is the vibe is a consistently good client or customer experience. Like I want to know when I go there that I'm getting the goods. And that's ultimately what's going to create more sales in the long term. Because when you focus on creating an incredible client experience, your clients feel valued. They feel seen and heard. And in return, they value the experience more. You'll get glowing testimonials that you can share everywhere. And we know that social proof like this is gold for your marketing. You'll have raving fans who are more likely to return and buy from you again. And you'll get more referrals because those raving fans will go out and tell everyone they know how amazing you and your group program are. So focusing on creating an excellent client experience is not just the thing to do because it's what's in integrity for you as a soul-led business owner. It will also pay off in the long term financially. The fourth strategy I want to speak to is expanding your mindset and energy to hold space for groups. And this will look different depending on where you're at in your group program journey. If you are new to this and creating your first ever group program this year, amazing. The mindset and energetic work here for you is about preparing to hold the energy of a group and expanding your capacity to do so. If you're at the point where you're scaling an existing group program, this will be about expanding your capacity to hold a greater number of clients. What does it look and feel like to hold the energy of a larger group? It's a huge up level to go from holding space one-to-one to then holding space for a group or from a smaller group to a larger group. And at the same time, holding greater amounts of money in both of those up levels. Like that's a big energetic expansion we're talking about. And that can bring up all sorts of mindset stuff, fear, doubt, stories that your brain will tell you about why you can't or why it's not possible. So you'll need to hold yourself through that expansion, commit to the mindset work that's required, really lean into self-trust and continue to choose that trust over and over, continue to choose the expansion over and over. And when you experience those mindset wobbles, which you'll inevitably do, remind yourself that you can hold more. Work with mentors, surround yourself with people who have done this and do this, and can serve as that example and reminder for your brain around what's possible. This is what will help you start to expand your capacity to hold the energy of more clients in your group programs, of more money circulating in your business. And there's also some practical things that will help you here in this expansion. Firstly, looking at your boundaries in business. As you start to bring more clients into your world, you'll likely have to rethink or at least reaffirm what your boundaries are when it comes to things like how you manage your time, how you communicate with clients, what that looks like in terms of your availability. And this doesn't have to be anything drastic or scary, 
but it's important that you're clear on what those boundaries look like so you feel confident in holding space for a greater number of clients. The second thing I recommend here is creating good money management habits. When you're expanding your capacity to hold more money, it is so much easier when you trust yourself as a good money manager. If you're someone who doesn't love numbers and buries your head in the sand when it comes to your business finances, that's going to make this up level and expansion harder. So create good money management habits, invest your time in learning how to manage your money, invest in the support of a bookkeeper and an accountant who can help you. So you know, your money is in good hands. You have the confidence that's going to help you expand that much faster. And finally, look at your business systems and processes. Are you set up for this expansion? If you had 50 people join your group program today, do you have automation set up to make that easy and seamless? Or would you feel totally overwhelmed with the admin you'd have to do because you're doing everything manually? This might be something that can seem like no big deal, but could actually be the thing that's holding you back energetically from expanding your group programs. So if you're starting this year with the desire to start or scale your group programs, ask yourself, who do you need to be to make that happen? Who is that version of you? How do they show up? How can you start to trust yourself more? And how can you continue to lean into that trust consistently over and over throughout the year as you expand your capacity to hold more? Okay, the fifth and final strategy I want to share with you today is having a content strategy that focuses on thought leadership, lifestyle, and authenticity. This one is more general, but it's something that is so important right now in terms of marketing. Like, I cannot stress this enough. Boring and beige just won't cut it in 2024. People don't want to read another piece of content that could have been written by a robot. People want you. They want to hear and see how you are doing things. They want to hear your unique take on whatever is happening in your industry right now. They want to connect with the real human behind the business. Positioning yourself as a thought leader, as in someone who has unique thoughts about your area of expertise, sharing lifestyle content, and really leaning into your authenticity, that is what is in for 2024. Now, I feel like I can almost hear the collective groan when I say the words content strategy, because I know content creation can be such a sore point for business owners, but I don't want it to be that way for you. I want to make it simple and easy. So I'm going to break down each of these points and give you some prompts to use and implement in your content so you can start doing this straight away. So number one, when I say position yourself as a thought leader, I realize how wanky that sounds like, oh, I'm going to create some content that positions me as a thought leader. It feels weird. I get it. But let's put that aside for a moment because you are an expert in your field. You have unique insights and a unique perspective to share that you know is helpful and supportive for your community. So you already have everything you need to be a thought leader. You already are a thought leader. You just need to step up and start sharing it. And your content is the vehicle through which to do that. So what do you want to be known for in 2024? And how can you start sharing your unique thoughts and point of view on that topic? This is what is going to cut through the online noise and help you stand out 
in a sea of very beige content this year. Okay, I promised you some prompts here to make it easier and I have two for you when it comes to thought leadership. Firstly, I want you to think about something that really frustrates you about your industry and then write a post or record a video where you speak to the reasons why it frustrates you and what you believe instead. Secondly, share a post or a reel where you complete this sentence. This is what I wish more people understood about dot, dot, dot. And then you insert your area of expertise here. So if you're a relationship coach, this is what I wish more people understood about dating. Or if you're a yoga teacher, this is what I wish more people understood about yoga. And then share what you wish people knew about it. So that's thought leadership. Number two is lifestyle content, which is literally giving people a glimpse into your day-to-day life. This is about connecting on a human level, giving your community the opportunity to connect with the real you, the human behind the brand. People love a behind-the-scenes sneak peek. After losing my Instagram account last year and transitioning over to use my personal one instead, I had some really interesting conversations around this exact thing. One of my business friends, when she came and found that account, she was like, Beck, I have just done a deep dive on this account. And I feel so much more connected to you. I feel like I know you in just this whole new way. And it was at that moment that it really, really clicked for me. Like this is the power of lifestyle content. And it's something that I'm definitely going to be leveraging more myself this year. The other thing worth mentioning here is that you don't have to share everything about your life in order to share lifestyle content or to be quote-unquote authentic, which we'll speak to more in a moment. There may be parts of your life that you don't want to share online, and that's okay. Don't share them. Think about those aspects of your life that you do feel comfortable sharing and share that. Some ideas for you. You could share a day-in-the-life video where you take people behind the scenes of your day. You could share the book you're reading at the moment or the podcast you're binging, or the TV shows you're watching, or the music you're listening to. You could share more about your hobbies, or your favorite morning ritual, or the plan you have for your garden. The options are endless. Think about those things in your life that you love, that people will connect to, and that will spark a conversation. There is nothing more I love than a, oh my God, I love that too, or a, I'm watching that too, isn't it amazing moment. Create that for your people by incorporating lifestyle content. Number three is authenticity. Now, thought leadership and lifestyle content are both ways you can really lean into your authenticity. Your thought leadership is about your unique views. Lifestyle content is about your unique life, both of which are unique and therefore authentic to you. And this is what you want to be doing. You want to be weaving your authentic self into all of your content. So I won't harp on this one too much other than to say, don't try and be like everyone else. If you haven't read a personal development book in years and you love smutty Regency era romance novels, own it and then come say hi because me too. (laughs) Like it's 2024. Who gives a fuck what everyone else thinks? Be unapologetically you and your people will love you for it. 
Now, initially, I wasn't going to share a prompt for this one because really this is about weaving that authenticity into everything you do, but I do have one for you anyway that I think will get you really into this space of claiming the full you online. So what I want you to do is share an introduction post or a reintroduction post where you say something like, it's about time I reintroduced myself, and then you go on to share five fun unrelated to business facts people might not know about you. Okay? So that's authenticity. That's the final strategy I wanted to share with you. Let's recap on all of it. The five strategies to start or scale your group program in 2024. Number one, pre-sell your group program. Number two, focus on building relationships and nurturing your leads every single day. Number three, focus on creating an excellent client experience. Number four, expand your mindset and energy to hold space for groups. And number five, implement a content strategy that focuses on thought leadership, lifestyle, and authenticity. Now, I hope that this has been supportive for you today, that these five strategies resonated with you or sparked something in you as you're thinking about your plan for 2024 and how you're going to start or scale your group program this year. I am so excited for you. I am over here cheering you on. And I've got lots of exciting things coming too. Some really great guests coming on the podcast, some epic solo episodes too, lots more on creating, launching and scaling your group programs, creating consistent cash, taking your spiritual business to the next level, both in terms of income and impact. That is the vibe for 2024. And I am so, so here for it. I'm also going to be sharing more behind the scenes content too, starting next week with the first in a two-part series on what happened when I lost my Instagram account the night before a launch, what I did, what I learned, and how that has inspired my approach to content this year. I'm really excited to take you behind the scenes on this one and share it with you. The final thing I want to share before I sign off today is that I will be opening the doors to the April round of the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind very, very soon. I already have some incredible women joining me in that space, some incredible returning clients, which is just such a joy. So if you want to work with me in 2024, the best place to be is on that wait list. This mastermind is for you if you're wanting to scale your business to consistent 10K months this year and to do it in a way that's aligned with you, with your values, with your spirituality. In this mastermind, we bring together strategy, spirituality, mindset, and energetics to help you build that abundant business of your dreams. The link for that is in the show notes. So hop on over there, join the wait list, and you'll get the option to book a call so we can connect and we can get the ball rolling. Amazing. Thank you as always for listening in today. If you love this episode, come and let me know. You can find me on my new Instagram account, at Beck underscore Cazillo. Send me a DM. Tell me what resonated most. Tell me how you're incorporating this into your strategy this year. That's what I want to know. How are you taking this and implementing it? Because we know that is where the magic happens. All right. I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day and week, and I'll see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast. <laughs>